I would like to welcome you to the conversation we've been having for the last 20 minutes. We welcome back. Welcome back. It's Monday. Monday, Monday. Let's go. I don't know about you guys, but a powerful, powerful weekend. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people saw the post that I posted yesterday that we got to spend some time with Eddie and we'll get to talk about that. But just an awesome, awesome weekend. Um, just great time getting organized and just enjoying some beautiful weather. It was really rainy Saturday night, but yesterday was just cool and sunny and just absolutely awesome. So good morning to Christopher Gilkey, first one in the house with a comment that I can see. Good morning, Christian White. Jake's back in town. Friday was a great day. We we did lunch in Lauderdale, which was amazing. Um, really totally um, enjoyed it. We had a couple of CEOs, um, did a roundtable, just sort of got the flow going. What's top of mind? Um, sort of little gut check type stuff, which was fantastic. I loved it and we will do it again. So thank you to Howard Kay and Kim and uh, Lori, it was just really a fun day. Thank you to you, sir, for uh, rearranging your day for joining us. But it was a great conversation, don't you think? Yeah, it was phenomenal. I mean, for me to to be around, you know, the generation prior to me and the leaders and business owners and listen in on your guys' conversation and what you guys are talking about and be able to share and share insights, it was all really, really awesome. And, you know, I mean, clearly was not bullshit. I mean, there was some real activity. It was great. No, it was you know, stuff about time management, about social media and the impact and the leadership. Leadership. And there was some great, great dialogue. So uh, so shout out to them. Um, really, really good stuff uh, being in Lauderdale on Friday. But to your point, Saturday night, the skies opened up and rained for probably, you know, six, eight hours like I've never hadn't seen it in a while. Yeah, it hadn't rained like that in a long time. So it was. It was. I mean, it's, as a homeowner, it's great because I got to shut off the sprinkler system again. So I was like, all right, awesome. saving water. <laughs> well, it is Monday morning, so let's get to some Monday morning music and kick this mother off. So um, I wanted to kick off just a sort of review because when we were talking about the weekend, Saturday was National Oreo Day. And uh, I posed the question, do you dunk or do you not dunk? And uh, man, did that light a firestorm about <laughs> cookies or what they do. Or First of all. Oreo is my hands down my favorite cookie. Oh, by like far. if there's one cookie, like one produced cookie that I'm gonna have, it's gonna be an Oreo. And my answer is it's the half dunk. You get the Oreo deep enough in there that half of the cookie is in to where it's on the verge of falling off into the milk, and then you eat it half completely sogged, half little crunch. That to me is how you eat how you eat an Oreo. 
So, uh, Mary Beth, I promise you the balance of the show will be about the uh, the women of the world. So stay tuned because we have a really entertaining uh, spot about happy International Women's Day. But before we move on, I do want to uh, thank my friend, our friend, Eddie Dykes. What a phenomenal day we had um, getting out in the water, getting out uh, to a uh, break what for me, you know, at 60 years old, you don't get to do many firsts. <laughs> and that was the first time. And I'll tell you, Mark, my anxiety level was high. The more he explained it, and the more he said, <laughs> yeah, if you do this, you go in the water. If yeah. you do this, you go in the water. And if you do this, I had posted something a while, while back about going to jail. Yep. If you overcook the chicken in you the water. To, yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. It was so... Split, uh, so- yeah. Some of the lessons that came out of that for me, um, you know, being a coach, you, you pay attention to the details, right? And and you know that nothing's as easy as it looks, but legitimately having no idea that the hand placement and the rotation of your wrists and where your hands were in your body and keeping them completely synchronized. I'm only talking about your hands and your arms, the details that go in to being a successful rower. And he talked about the chase of the perfect stroke, right? Which is similar to golf, I think, where nobody ever hits the exact shot that they were looking for. In rowing, nobody ever finds the exact stroke that they're looking for, but it's that constant chase of perfection that that make people great. And super, super thankful to, to Eddie for taking us out there, teaching us the lessons, getting us in that gorgeous, Weston Jewelers boat. And, uh, and and the best lesson of all, I think, which is, which is what I shared, was never, ever, ever let go of the oars. And if that's not a lesson for all of life, I don't know what is. So, so first of all, I love that you shared that. That was definitely a great takeaway. While I was in the boat with him, um, and I'm working my ass off trying to, you know, once you have the whole motion with the legs and the moving and the whole thing, I mean, you got to really concentrate because you'll really, you know, really screw it up. But anyway, the um, the takeaway for me was I was like, wow, this is so new and so different and so crazy. Um, you know, he said to me, he goes, just like when I started LinkedIn with you, <laughs> the first time in the boat, you suck. That's <laughs> the first right. Time LinkedIn, you suck. And so. So it was really yeah. fantastic. Um, I love that the women of the huddle are here. We have a special surprise for all of you today. So stay tuned. Um, anything further on Eddie? No, just thank you again. And you know, for those of you who aren't looking to try new things, it's a humbling experience to be in the boat with Eddie and feel him be you know a pro at it and feel that force that he had as he was doing it in comparison to what I was doing as I was trying to row. Um, just super humbling and a great experience to get out of your comfort zone, learn something new and challenge yourself because the parallels to what you can learn and how it can propel you are unbelievable. So uh, switching gears, it is International Women's Day. International Women's Day celebrated on March 8th. Uh, celebrates social, economic and political achievements of women around the world. The day also brings awareness to gender parity, parity in healthcare, education, employment, pay, protection under the law, right to vote, free from violence. And, 
You know, I had coffee with somebody, a female executive, uh, COO of a law firm. I had a coffee with her Friday morning and we got to talking about this thing. And when you talk about gender equality and all this kind of stuff, you know, the, the parody, you know, when most men are used to making more money than the woman. Well, there's, so, lots, there's lots of women making more money than the guy. That was a complete bash to the skull to me. Like, was like, wow, you know, that's, a, that's an adjustment that I think most guys have to make an ego adjustment. Yeah, I think your generation has to make that adjustment. Oh, I, think my, okay. I think my generation continues, has started that evolution, but I'm watching an unbelievable series on Netflix. And for any of you who haven't started watching it yet, put it on your list and start watching it. It's called Amend. And Netflix produced a documentary. It's hosted by Will Smith. They have some unbelievable actors in there and they're going through the journey of the 14th Amendment, starting with civil rights and they move all the way through the international women's movement, right? This, this okay. real you know, struggle for equality for women in America and how it applied to the 14th Amendment. So for those of you who haven't seen that yet, you need to, but it's unbelievable the struggle that women have, you know, fought through in order to find equality, to get on level footing and sitting with Lori on Friday and talking about leadership with her, what she shared to me about being Patrick's mother and, you know, how that related to her and not, she, she's not a different kind of mother because Patrick has Down syndrome, she's a mother. And Patrick is her son, not her son who, you know, not her Down syndrome son, right. but her son who happens to have Down syndrome. So I think that's a, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a movement for people and humans to look at people through an equal lens. And it's like Joe Mulling said, you know, spend 10 minutes learning about somebody before you make an, uh, make a judgment and try to prove your judgment right. Just take all of the qualities in about a person and let them solidify who they are, not the pre-qualifiers of being a woman and all of the gender biases that have gone with that for decades that are obviously not, not true and no longer true because of the evolution of the world. Preach, my brother. Preach. Um, yes. Boy, you're up on the soapbox this morning. So women of the world want and deserve equal future from stigma, stereotypes, violence, a future that's sustainable, peaceful, with equal rights and opportunities for more. More, I say, applaud all of that. How do you celebrate this this morning? You actually shout it out. You share it. You speak about it. You do it. And so today's morning motivational music is dedicated to a woman who I think exemplifies all of this. So, so good when you're doing all the things that you Get the best out of life, treat yourself to something new. Keep your head up high and yourself believe in you, believe in me. Having a really good time, I'm not complaining. And I'ma still wear a smile if it's raining. I gotta enjoy myself regardless. I appreciate life, I'm so glad I satisfied. So I like what I see when I'm looking at me, when I'm walking past the mirror. Gonna do on my lady, so I must take 
Mary. <laughs> gotta, gotta love a queen. I'm following her anywhere she goes, man. That is yeah. a, her life story, her music. Uh, she's just as amazing, amazing as it gets. So um, I thought I'd point out, um, pulled an article, 25 of the most powerful women of the past century. Mark, I don't know if you have the list. Um, yeah. If you have the list and you want to rattle a bunch off, that'd be cool. And then a comment about, you know, any any one of them. Well, I mean, so the other article that you shared was the famous first in women, which is, I think is the, the better one. place to start because yeah. I think, you know, obviously the, the most recent one is Kamala Harris being, you know, becoming the first, you know, woman vice president. And another show that I watch, which is a, is a you know, is a kind oh, of a carry on on that. Do you work at all? Or you just watch. No, I only stuff? watch Netflix. I exclusively watch Netflix in all of my time, so that I can get here on the huddle and share it with you guys. Right. But Madam Secretary is an unbelievable show about women leadership, about you know being a woman as a Secretary of State who goes on to climb her way through that. But so you know, a huge shout out today to women not only climbing to CEO levels and in the business world, but in the government landscape climbing to places of leadership where they can affect real change for the entire country. Yeah, I think, you know, we're seeing change across the board. We are big sports guys. There's tons of change in sports, you know, from coaching to referees to, I mean, just across the board. We had uh, this year um, the first woman and openly gay coach um, in, in the Super Bowl. So, or was that 2020? That might have been. That was, yeah. that was, yeah, no, that was last year. Okay. But that was, so this year was the referee. Correct. Right. So Correct. You know, seeing these kind of strides, um, you know, the walls are coming down, man, which is really cool. You know, you, you get a sense, you know, maybe not par for par for what all the ethnics have gone through. You know, you have Jews, you have blacks, you have, you know, the well, that's the really that's the really cool part about the show amend and the history of the 14th amendment is you watch the way the 14th amendment has been this beacon of light or this hope for minorities, for women, uh, for, you know, for other genders, for, you know, transgender, for, you know, different sexual preferences, all of the different kind of people there are in the world that have been excluded for the majority of history because that's you know the way history has gone it has been about the dominance of white males in the majority of the countries that they've conquered so to see it really continue to evolve and the 14th amendment really be the thing that people hold on to in order to get that equality it's a super cool documentary to learn and get a perspective from other people not just the way you see it Thanks for sharing that, because I will definitely dig into that. I want to address Donna Goldfarb. You know, she thinks that every day should be, you know, well, this came up when the random act of kindness was a national day, you know, and so, well, why don't people do that all the time? Why do we need a day? Why Correct. isn't it all the time? So I think the other side of that coin is that these days when they're totally focused for a whole day, on pushing people to recognize it and make change and understand the butterflies it makes them feel like, wow, maybe I am thinking this, you know? I, I think all, there's so much bias that we were taught, you know, to your point when you said maybe my generation, that we don't even know 
that were living with that bias, you know? So um, a couple other ones that really stand out to me, 1987, Aretha Franklin, the first woman to be uh, nominated to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 1987, it's unbelievable that all of the music that had passed before that, and she's the first woman, think of all of the great artists and stuff like that. So, you know, it does take time for these things to break down, is there another one that sort of- Yeah, really I'm gonna stick with government and just shout out to Madeleine Albright, who became the first female secretary of state, who obviously then Hillary Clinton followed her in those footsteps of being secretary of state for Obama, but then Hillary became the first woman to be nominated uh, as a presidential candidate. So, you know, I love the fact, because to me, that's where it really, really can, affect change because as we all know in order to affect change in the country we've got to make government change we've got to make changes to the law amendments to the constitution that's the way we evolve through history and so having women in those seats where they're able to really have a voice and set the pace for everybody else is super exciting and super cool so no i mean nothing better than having an actual president than being vice president i agree i I agree so uh and you know what where women go good things uh flow so um um want to shout out just you know that article i pulled the 25 um most powerful women of the past century couple of names and then i want to focus on our little tribe our group and talk about the ladies of the huddle so uh, i love that so um just a couple of names that that jump out at me, Eleanor Roosevelt. You know, if you yeah. if you follow who she was, what she did, her writings are just spectacular. Strong. So she's one that definitely you know jumps out at me. Um, you know, we mentioned Aretha Franklin, Madonna. I mean, Madonna broke some stuff, man. She was like, you know, yeah, about her song was like a virgin. Nobody even yeah. Talked. Shit like that, you know. So Oprah. I don't know others that. I mean, Oprah, Oprah, Oprah is an enterprise. I oh. mean, Oprah is, and you know, you can compound things, but so Oprah was a black woman, which is was you know twice as hard because even in the initial movements for women's rights, there was still segregation and there was still all of this racism. So it was even harder for black females to get the same rights and fight for that same equality mm-hmm. as white women. So for her to make her likeness and and develop out of a show and become an author and to do all of the things that she's done to be an enterprise the way she is oprah is a is a pillar of of you know women's international so you know i'm a big fan success leaves clues but we built a nice little tribe here and so i want to spend some time shouting out showing the face of the women and the ladies of the huddle. So that's uh, awesome. I'm going to do a roll call. Mark, you can jump in and out with me. I'll go first. Kim Swears, top left. You know her as the boat boss. Phenomenal woman, phenomenal leader. You can go second, Mark. Sure. Christy Ruiz is next to her. You know, she's, um, you know, VP at City Furniture and just doing some amazing things within that organization as a great leader. Um, you do the second one, uh, the next one as well. Oh, I'm gonna go right across the top. Then Lori Salarulo, who we talk about all the time, and just is a is a CEO in a nonprofit space. Unbelievable mother, unbelievable woman. Lori, our conversation Friday about love languages and relationships, and continuing to evolve through time as a leader. You are one of my favorite people to talk to all the time. Outstanding, I agree. Um, so um, across the top, Mary Beth um, Alberton, 
Albaton, she's one of my favorite clients. She is the VP of major gifts at United Way. And the reason why I enjoy working with her is she's so coachable. She so wants to get better. She so wants to do more. So phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. I'm going to shout out a couple more, but you know, before we go into any more women of the huddle, we only have two minutes left. I want to make sure that I shout out the most important women in my life. Um, obviously a huge shout out to the queen. Gabby uh, is my rock, is my partner, is, is my number one woman to celebrate on International Women's Day because she keeps me going and sets me straight constantly and keeps us moving in the right direction. And then my mom, you know, I, I love my mother to death. She gave me an unbelievable view of optimism and understanding how to overcome adversity and being a single mom and, and being in the house with her as a young kid just awesome stuff from both of those people. But shout out to Carissa, shout out to Dee Robinson, Christy Turris, and Gottwald, a few of my favorite people within the, the huddle. So uh, Kathleen Cannon, CEO of United Way, um, uh, Sandra Maxey, who I get off this call and jump on with, we Donna Goldfarb, Zenya, uh, Maria from Quantum House, who we're doing a promotion with at the end, Devin, Doris, um, who are we missing? If we miss I think everybody. Maria, I think we got everybody, but you know, really, really appreciate Michelle you guys being Morrison, a part of our boom. She's a hugger from the start. Tracy Roloff, who joined us, and Gottwald. God, just an amazing, amazing group of women. Carissa, you know, really stuck to the huddle. So I think we got everybody. If we missed you, it was not by design, but we um just are so thrilled to have you part of our journey. You make our lives better every single day by your comments, your thoughts, your perspective. And uh, I would say that we are pretty grateful. Absolutely. So go celebrate the women in your life today on International Women's Day. Celebrate them, build them up, and uh, let's continue to push this movement forward. Great way to start the week. And so uh, we'll, we'll, we will leave um, with a little Mary J again. These women are just fine. The best out of life, treat yourself to something new. Keep your head up high and yourself believe in you, believe in me. Having a really good time, I'm not complaining. And I'ma still wear a smile if it's raining.